0: A Radio One 91 FM podcast.
1: Tuesday through to Thursday at 905 a.m. on the Radio One Breakfast Show, our resident political aficionado John Moore drops by to deliver bite sized politics. From the octagon
0: to the beehive, to the White House to the Kremlin, as it happens, here's your political roundup. All right, Morena John.
1: Yeah, Kiora Koto. Today it's all about the budget. So, question. Was the government's budget that was released yesterday a transformative one, or just the same old, same old? Certainly the government's use of the concept of well-being to define this budget was a bold move. And this philosophical shift with economic planning may well have consequences for subsequent budgets. That is, future governments may well feel the need to place explicit emphasis on the humane consequences of their financial policies. And internationally there's been much interest with this well-being budget and the New Zealand government's emphasis on such areas as mental health, child poverty and the lifting up of marginalised indigenous people. But was this budget all about stardust over substance? Yes and no. Certainly the focus on mental health represents a new priority in terms of government spending and the 1.9 million Sorry, £1.9 allocated for mental health services does seem significant. The £1 funding increase for rail will please both environmentalists and those wanting investment in the region. So this will certainly please New Zealand First and the Greens. And the government has responded to concerns over poverty levels in this country with extra funding for tackling homelessness and increased payments for beneficiaries. So certainly there is some substance with this well being budget. But is the budget truly transformative in breaking new ground in terms of focusing on humane concerns? One way to answer this question is to imagine what a national-led government's 2019 budget might have looked like. The current Simon Bridges-led National Party is very much a centrist piece. That's very much a middle of the road party. And the next economic ideology is not really specifically different from that of Labor's. With the Labour Party's strict fiscal responsibility rules, which they self-impose on themselves, one could even argue that the Nets could be more flexible and generous with their spending compared with Labour. Certainly, at least, there's nothing to indicate that a national-led government would manage the economy much differently to the current regime, although, of course, some of the rhetoric might be different. So what is lacking with this budget? The housing crisis is certainly not addressed, and the failed Kiwi Bill program is not referenced at all. Extra funding for homelessness is to be welcomed, but the poverty caused by high rents and unaffordable homes will not be alleviated by this budget. Indexing increases in benefits to the average income will put more money in the pockets of beneficiaries. However, the increase in benefits is likely to be only, on average, an extra $11 a week by 2023. So if you're a beneficiary, don't go spending your extra money yet. Also, where is there any significant funding for dealing with climate change and the shift to a carbon neutral economy? Green Co. leader James Shaw was asked yesterday about the lack of measures in money for environmental concerns and his response was to highlight the Zero Carbon Bill. However, the Zero Carbon Bill has virtually no enforceable measures, and this piece of legislation has received a zero out of ten from New Zealand Green Peace Head Russell Norman. And of course, Russell Norman was former co-leader of the Green Party. Finally then, how should this budget be defined? The focus on mental health and homelessness is, on the face of it, praiseworthy. And other measures, such as a focus on rail, do indicate some change in direction in terms of government-led economic planning. However, the promise of transformative change has not been realised. And with this budget, Finance Minister Grant Robertson has stuck with his conservative approach to keeping the role of government within tightly defined limits. So that is that he's sticking very much to what is seen as orthodox economics of the moment. Therefore, despite the well being hype, we do in fact have a same old, same old approach to economic policy with this 2019 budget. And that's your political roundup for today.
0: All right, thank you so much for that, John. That's okay? Yes, um, uh, nothing really in there for for me, but I don't really care. It's not about me. (laughs) True.
1: Well, Uh, it's about us all. That's not it. What's that? Well, it should be. It should be about us
0: all. Oh, well, it should be, but I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. There's other people that need things way more than I do, so I'm just hoping that some people out there are going to get uh, some help, be it financial or uh, medical, that they need. So um, good on the government for that. Uh, thank you okay. very much, John. Uh, see That's you again okay. on Monday. No, no, actually Tuesday. The Monday is a holiday. The isn't Monday it? is a holiday. That's right. All right. Time yeah. to relax out in front of the fire. Have a good break. Yeah, you too, mate. Have a good one. See you Cheers. on Tuesday. Okay. That was the Radio One ninety-one FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.